Our top story this half hour, the death of 17-year-old Trayvon Martin has renewed the long national debate on race relations in America. Despite having an African-American president and attorney general, relations between police and minorities appear to be as strained as ever. Black parents are asking if their kids will ever live in an America where justice is truly colorblind. Joining us now to talk about this is Reverend Calvin Butts, pastor of the Abyssinian Baptist Church here in New York. He is also president of the State University of New York College at Old Westbury. And in Washington, Kurt Smoke, dean of the Howard University Law School. He's also the former mayor of Baltimore. Good morning to both of you. Good morning. Thank you. The one thing I was thinking about when we were talking about this is we hear the phrase post-racial America used a lot. Is that just a red herring, do we actually live in a post-racial America? We live in an America that's better off racially than it was, shall we say, when I was born. Mm. We've seen a number of significant changes, including the election of a president who is African-American. But that does not take away the serious race problem that we have in this nation. I want to talk about, uh, we were talking this morning about the talk that African-American can parents have with their children about how to act, how to behave. And a quote from Jonathan Capehart in the Washington Post really struck me. He basically said these are some of the rules that he talks about. Don't run in public. Don't run while carrying anything in your hands. Don't talk back to the police. Um, Dean Smoke, I'm curious, is this, is this a very common thing that all African-American parents have this talk with their children? Well, I, I don't know if all, but certainly um, uh, most do, and I know I did uh, with my son. Uh, in addition to being former mayor, I was also a prosecutor. I was the chief prosecutor in, in Baltimore, and I understand that there are uh, certain rules that you have to talk to your children about. But, you know, in this particular case, I've found that whites and blacks are achieving common ground when you don't think about the race of either Zimmerman or Trayvon uh, Martin. If you just think to yourself, what would you say to your uh, son as he's walking home uh, to, to your home and somebody is following him in a car, a stranger gets out of the car with a weapon and approaches him? Do you tell your child, uh, go talk to this individual, or do you tell him, to walk away or try to find safety. And when people think about it in those terms, they understand that Trayvon should have continued. This was not a police officer. This was an armed stranger. So, you know, when we think about it in those terms, I believe we can come to some common understanding that Trayvon had no duty to stop to talk to Zimmerman. And uh, uh, Zimmerman clearly uh, went way beyond what the law requires. Reverend Butts, um, Dean Schmoke brings up an important and interesting point that this situation could be stripping away the racial issues, could be a situation that a lot of people could find common ground and a common appreciation for it being maybe not a good thing, a, a bad thing, a very bad thing. When you look at the situation and the fact that it has been painted with a racial brush, do you think that is a positive or a negative for race relations going forward? Well, I think it's a reality, and I think it's going to be both positive and negative. It's stirring up a lot of racial tension, but that stirring up of the racial tension will help us to drill down more on the issue of race. If the president says that it could have been his son, he's speaking as a parent, but he's also speaking as a person of African descent. Moreover, I think the common ground also is that this is a question of how concerned Americans are with our personal security.
And also, this is not isolated. We have Romali Graham in New York, where a black district attorney is doing absolutely nothing, where a mayor is very quiet, where a police commissioner has said nothing. And this is a question of a police officer barging into a home without a warrant, without any warning, and shooting an individual in their own bathroom. So I think we've got some serious problems that this case will help us to drill down on. And race is just one of them. We just have a few few seconds here, but I'm curious. We talk about the talk that African-American parents are having with their children. What can white parents talk to their kids about in terms of trying to combat some of these stereotypes that seem to persist? Well, I think they ought to sit down and talk to them about the racial history in this nation. I think they ought to talk more about our common humanity. These are the things, for example, that Dr. King was able to bring us together on. But since then, there's been a terrible trend in our nation to push us apart on racial issues. And I really think that it's about keeping the masses divided. Because if you can use the hopes of race to keep poor people separated, there's always a group that sits up top raking in all the profits. That's a reality. And Dean Schmoke, what do you well, think about that? Well, it's certainly my hope now that the uh, governor in Florida and the Florida legislature will listen to the chiefs of police in the major cities in Florida. As you know, the chiefs of police argued strenuously against adopting this law that Zimmerman is now uh, using uh, for self-defense. They said it was going to lead to these kinds of tragedies. So there's an opportunity now to repeal these laws, to go back to traditional self-defense um, uh, laws, and uh, hopefully that will prevent these types of tragedies occurring in the future. It's a tough topic, but an important one. Thank you both so much for being here. Thank Appreciate you. It.